Welcome back to the Friday Form panel and a very special guest. We haven't managed to track him down, unfortunately, so we're stuck with Darren Carroll. Darren, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Toby. I don't mind being uh, being second best here today. Yeah, well, Dan, uh, the guest was going to be a guy by the name of Cliff Woods. Do you know Cliff? Uh, I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> you do. He trained a winner in 1985 in New Zealand, a horse by the name of Ohimo Flow. His next winner was in 2003, <laughs> a horse called Wishes Come True, who won at its first start as a six-year-old and had four starts across four different years. It retired to start. It had two foals, and one of those raced as an eight-year-old. In 2006, he got his third winner in his career. He trained horses right up to 2021. It was a horse called Finney's First. It won at uh, Omarill at its second start as a five-year-old and had one foal who had one start as an eight-year-old. And you'd say, as far as breeding goes, why would you have someone on that only had three winners over all those years? But, Dan, I think you might know why I was so keen to get Cliff Woods on today. Well, I, I heard you mention the, the moniker Waihimo and my ears pricked up. <laughs> well, he bred a horse. He had a mare called Waihimo Dell who was unraced. She had foals for the Crichtons from 84 to 91. She didn't have a foal for four years when Cliff must have acquired her. And her first foal for Cliff was a 1995 horse by Strap Hanger, uh, who we'll go back to in a second. There was four more foals and only one of those raced for nine unplacings. In all that time, he bred one really good horse, and the horse's name was, of course, Waihimo Hanger. And I'm looking at all the photos adorning my office. I've got... Uh... I've got about nine Waihimo hanger photos here. He's uh, he's been the pride of joy, pride and joy of any uh, thoroughbred or harness horse I've ever had, and I've had a couple of good thoroughbreds, but he was clearly the best in my eyes. And if he hadn't have broken down when he did, um, mm-hmm. you know, I dare say that he could have won something even uh, more special than what he did. So he was a great horse for us, and it's a pity you couldn't have got Cliff. I would have loved to have uh, shaken his hand via the telephone. <laughs> I know. So you've never spoken to him. He bred the horse. Do you no. re- and do you recall how you got him? Uh, Garrick Knight rec- thought that there was a story around that Mark Purden went and drove him in a workout, the horse, and purchased mm. him out of the workout. I um, Naturally, when Mark was coming over all the time and he had pride of petite and, and particularly Buster Hanover, Buster Hanover was the one that made me want to get a trotter. Yeah. And, and I said to Mark, I want a Buster Hanover. And uh, it was about... Oh, it was a good year later before he called me back. It might have been 18 months. It was a fair while later. Yeah. And he said, look, I think I might have got one for you. And and that's what it was. He went down south to drive it. And, you know, he sort of said, it's got a little hitch in its gate. He said, but I really, really like it. And um, he yeah, he didn't race for us until he was four. But I think he won seven of his first nine starts. He just charged through the classes. Yeah. Uh, I think the only horse that had ever done it quicker was uh, a, a trotter called Miranai. Um, who was uh, high quality a, a decade or so prior. But, um, yeah, that's that's sort of how it started off. It was my wish, and um, and Mark answered my request and, and come up with what I wanted to be a, a Buster Hanover. And that just shows... His, yeah, go, go, Darren. What, what was his biggest race win, Dan? He won the uh, New Zealand Trotting Championship. Mm-hmm. He sat okay. in the death... Uh, and beat Take a Moment and Game Bid. Oh, yeah. uh, the the best game bid had won the Inter Dominion and beat La Cucaracha three weeks prior. Yep. Yep. 
Um, he won the Ordeal Cup uh, the year before, or uh, the two years prior, it had been won by Lyle Creek. Uh, he won the New Zealand uh, Feature Trot on New Zealand Cup Day. So the big day, New Zealand wow. Cup Day, I got a winner. He won the Feature Trot and beat a horse called Dependable uh, and a number of other uh, open class uh, wins. Um, unfortunately, stand start performances weren't that great. He won from the stand, but when he had his opportunity in row cups and Dominion handicaps, and he didn't have that many because he, he broke down as a five-year-old, so, um, so he, he missed away a couple of times. Down. Sorry? Just, just just five when he broke down and never raced after that. Yeah, he, he runs second in the uh, New Zealand trot on the Friday. Um, yep. He got They ran a world record. He sat in the death seat um, and a horse called Last Sunset, I'm sure you guys would remember yeah. really well. Yeah. Got the sprint lane and beat him by a short half head. Um, they ran a world record. It was probably attributable to the leader and, and my bloke sitting in the death. But he pulled up with an issue, uh, an attendant, and uh, he was out for a couple of years after that. We tried to bring him back, but as you would well know, it's, it's never usually the same. And it wasn't. I brought him over to Australia, got Stephen and Sue Dove to try and look after him. They did yep. a great job to get him back to the track. And... We ran in a number of Group 1 races after that, but um, it was, uh, as I said, we, you know, the best of him was uh, was during that, that short sort of 18-month period. Well, Dan, Dan, you can imagine what I was try- been trying to do the last 24 hours here. Yeah. It would have been a very special interview, I think, if you've never met him and to talk to Cliff. But what, what I'll do is if I do manage to get hold of him, maybe we can tee it up and you can come back and join me to, to interview him. Uh, it'll be next – it's Breeders' Week this week, but I still think it would be great to chat yeah. to him. Yeah, look, he has some fantastic stories. Sounds like he's a very patient man, uh, <laughs> judging by some of the the ages of the horses and what races that they were having. But um, And Straphanger at the time too, I'd never really heard of the sire. Yeah. Um, and I think he ended up getting owned over here in, in Victoria or might have been yeah, purchased afterwards. Yeah. And the other top trotter uh, that even Wahema Hanger would... Uh, meet uh, met in the, the the Australia versus New Zealand uh, highly Bill Bill Collins Mile. La Cucaracha was in it, and uh, and also a horse called Sterling Kiwi who was top notch over here, and he was by the strap hanger as well. So, yeah, yep. Well, um, he has changed his numbers recently, so hopefully all is well with Cliff. Because well, hopefully that's the only thing that hasn't changed. Oh, well, you know. But... <laughs> yeah, and he, like they were trained horses from 1985 to 2021, and have three winners is an amazing journey, an amazing story in itself, if you ask me. And he bred, he bred a, mm. many many of those horses he raced, he bred, well, all of them. And the only one I ever found that he ever sold, he only ever sold one, and it was Wahimo Hanger. So if I can get hold of him, we'll tee it up then, and I'll get you to join yeah. me, and, and, and we'll chat the cliff maybe next week. It'll be a great interview. I've got, we've got Darren on to get some tips for Bendigo tonight and have a bit of a look at Bendigo tonight. Darren, firstly, before we get to your runners that you'll be really keen on, uh, give, us, uh, give us your best bets for tonight at Bendigo. Yeah, I was probably more keen on Mildura today because Bendigo's probably yeah. up a fair few shorties. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but um, Bendigo tonight, because that's the main meeting, um, I was really keen on Bay of Biscay, but he's a really short price now. Um, but um, I really like this horse. It's a, clearly a two-horse race between him and the big boss. Probably a little bit of a battle early for the, the early lead, but big boss will find the front and then... Um, James Herbertson will get around to the death at some stage and they'll pour it on from the 800 and we'll see very, very good two-year-olds, but I think we'll see probably the best one we've seen so far this year in Bay Biscay. It'll be too good, but he's a good thing's price. If I was having another bet early in the card, um, 
you know I'm a fan. I know you're a fan of Prince of Rock. Uh, so race three, number seven, I've got one in the race, but um, Prince of Rock would be really hard to beat. I think you he'll reckon? find the front. And, nah. um, <laughs> Woke Motive's back. We'll be back tonight, and it'll be too good for him. All right. Well, we'll see. Side I'll bet. be walking. Have a bet on it, guys. <laughs> I'm not no, Make it interesting <laughs> for everyone listening. Make it interesting. Come I'm on, a challenge. We, we're probably going to go up together, so if the locomotive wins, one of us might be getting the train home. <laughs> <laughs> the locomotive, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the thrill, Darren. You've got three in across the night. Uh, my personal jet in race three, uh, the $125,000 three-year-old trotting's and Gelding's Nutrient Equine Classic, uh, sponsored by Harass the Trotters. And then you've got two fillies off the back row in the three-year-old fillies, Ludicrous and Friendwood Miracle. Yeah, so for a start, um, my personal jet, he ran in the two-year-old version of it at Menengel last year in his first start. So yeah. he's been a ripper, like he's um, just a versatile. It's, it's, if you've seen him, he's a giant. Um, he looks like a giraffe the way he walks around. So he's still growing into himself. Um, but honest performer, um, these are a good batch. So um, I said him that he'd run fifth and I'd be happy if he ran fifth. Um, I'd be delighted if he ran fifth or better tonight. Um, you know, being realistic, he's uh, probably a little bit less than, than those ones, but uh, we're having some fun with him. And just to be involved in a $125,000 race is a massive thrill in itself. So so that's the trotter. And, and then, you know, to think that I bought shares in two horses um, when they come through the yearling sales, you know, that's probably you know, a couple of days after the yearling sales, I got contacted, would you like some shares in some horses? And I said, yeah, I'll take a share in each of those. Um, yeah. And then to think that, you know, you go back and wind the clock forward and I've got two horses in, you know, a $100,000 race. It's just you know, amazing. And they've done a great job, both of them, um, and more to come. But, um, gee. Not sure whether Ox was picking the marbles out in head office, but nine and ten, that's a bit harsh, wasn't it? Uh, what, you were 90 to one for that to happen? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll have to get the stats on that, but, uh, yeah, it's a bit harsh. Uh, and Yeah, you, you were getting a few more phone calls. If you said that you received a few more phone calls and you couldn't say no, I'd be careful now. The phone's going to be running off a hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. It already has a dent, don't worry about that. I've got far too many, you know what it's like. I do, unfortunately, and we work hard to, to try to support all of our, our animals, don't we? And it's getting harder and harder. So good luck tonight. They're big prize money races, and these races, you know, we're getting the breeders' bonuses, and it's important they can fulfil the optimum position because uh, it takes a lot of money to look after them through the course of the year and when you're breeding them and the like. So I wish whoever gets the big slice of the cheque all the very best there. They deserve it no matter who it is. That yeah, it's a... Sorry, you go. No, you go, Darren, and then I'll ask. I've got one more question for you. Yeah, look, and I love the fact that I've got three in tonight and they're with three different trainers um, mm. and totally different groups of people. So the um, Friendwood Miracle, for instance, is owned by the Mallee Racing Group, um, Toby and Dan, which is, um, oh, there must be about 100 people in that. So that's massive in itself that um, he's a... Oyen Trotting Club got together and put through a, uh, a syndicate with a hundred people that you know, chucked in a few dollars and they got one in a hundred thousand dollar race. And lay of the night, Darren, the priestess, like she's definitely under the odds at the price she is. And Mary's Mac beat her. What would you do, Toby? Lay of the place, mate. Lay of the place, wouldn't you? A lay of the place. If she does, if she makes a mistake under pressure like she did last week, she gallops. She she's got to run top two to play. She's she's the lay of the night, the place. 
Yeah, she got rocky, didn't she? So, mm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, you know, I'd like to see. They've got a massive group of owners. Um, I saw them. They're both races she's had at Kilmore. They've been a big crowd because they've come along. So, David Reese Jones in the ownership of that one, Dean. So, um, so got some football royalty in that one. So. Yeah, you're not wrong. I saw a couple of horses last night. No, was it Wednesday night? I think looking at the 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 initials, uh, it could have been Troy Corsons and Paul Pruska in the ownership yes. of one of U- Matt Ura. Craven's. Yeah, there, Ura. So. yeah. You, you're correct, Dan. That is correct. That that is those those uh, galloping thoroughbred connections. Darren, I'll uh, speak to you soon after the show, mate. We'll sort out how we're getting to uh, to Bendigo and which one of us will be catching the locomotive or which one of us will be taking your personal jet home. <laughs> Oh, that's too good for you, Toby. That's very good. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Don't, Andy Gath, a text from Andy, don't encourage him, Darren. His joke's about enough. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even have to type that out. I can say it for you, Andy. Let's get to a break, Dan. We've got a few to get through at Melton. Uh, we'll come back the other side and we'll get stuck into races four, five, six, and maybe even seven in the next segment.